This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. All right, fellas, we're rolling. I'll break your rolling. fucking head open. Oh, shit. Let me go silence my phone. Go ahead, silence. Um, last episode, we had Ziggy. Before that, was probably a long time. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. That Ziggy episode was a lot of fun, man. A lot of feedback on the Ziggy episode. What a guy. Yep. I got a lot of good feedback about his uh, the Doing Great EP. Doing great. It's doing great. Yeah, and Chris, good job mixing all those songs in there. Thanks, fellas. And fast. I never seen Chris do that Put fast. Put that shit out fast because it was important. Yeah. Because people need to hear Ziggy's And we story. were leaving right away, so Chris did it while he was getting ready to leave. That's crazy. He's a hard worker to get. I did, fellas. I did. Now, before that, did we have any shows before Ziggy's thing? Nothing? No, nah, we've just been writing and practicing and shit like that, getting ready for... Uh, did we do anything cool? I Did I tell you guys I went on a John Joseph... Uh, Crime music tour walk. No, you man. told me you were going to do that, but I, I didn't. Did. You didn't break it down afterwards. I did that. That was cool. It was uh, like four hours. Wow. Walking around Manhattan, he shows you spots where this happened, that happened. Rolling Stones first show in America, site of a serial killer that you know was feeding dead people to homeless people. You know, like a lot of just crazy stuff, and it was cool. And while he's walking around, you know, he's yelling at people, and some people know him. It's it's a lot of fun, man. So I did that. You know what I mean? Some of this, some of that. But I could have sworn we had some shows. Like, what was our last show before Columbia? Anything? I feel like it was that Madball weekend. Yeah, I think it was the Madball weekend. Wow. Uh, So it was a long time ago. We talked about that, right? Yeah. Okay. So show-wise, we don't have much to talk about. I saw some shows here and there. Uh, I saw Madball Cypress Hill in Philly. Dope. I don't know if I mentioned that on the podcast. A lot of stuff in the news going on. Jeffrey Epstein stuff. His brother hired a forensic researcher, and that guy said he was murdered. Epstein brother was murdered, which Chris is very silent on because it... it, uh, No, I think they did murder him. I think he got murdered. Oh. Well, you said did, didn't, and did. I said, I think he got murdered. Oh. See, it smells like foul play. I mean, they definitely have to look into that. Now, who would murder him? I, well, we don't know what individual. Who would want him murdered? I would think anybody who was in his little book or that he was connected with powerful people. Like, he has a lot of dirt on those kinds of people, you know? People in his rubbing elbows with. Who famous, who elite was in his book that you know of? I know that we had, in America, we had Clinton, we got Trump, and then you got the Prince in England. That's some Mm high-ranking people. Bill Gates was involved with that as well. He was in the book, yeah. He was in the book. And I'm not sure. Alan Dershowitz was in the book. Alan Dershowitz, yeah, that's right. Alan Dershowitz, that's a big deal. When you say book, is it an actual book? Yeah, it's a black book. Like an address book or a contact book. With coded messages and contact phone numbers, addresses, email addresses. For um, our current president, Trump, there was 14 different 
ways to contact Trump, different phone numbers. Uh, for Clinton, there was a lot. Then there was the flight logs were exposed, and on the flight log was over 20 uh, traveling with Bill Clinton on Epstein's private jet that they call the Lolita Express. Jesus. Over 20. Uh, with Trump, at least one, definitely one, logged in. But according to Epstein's brother and some other witnesses, Trump used to frequent the island with his private jet all the time. Um, Dershowitz was on the jet quite a bit. There's even girls, who are now women, girls at the time, that implicate Dershowitz, and he's he's suing them to shut them up. They're countersuing. There's a girl, her name is Virginia something. She implicates the prince, says she was with him three times, given to him by Epstein. And there are photos of them together. So there's this little trailer park trash girl and the prince of England in a photo from Jesus, the 90s. That's insane. Why does that even exist? Uh, one, there's a lawsuit that was dropped eventually from a woman who was 13 at the time that said Trump and Epstein raped her. She filed a lawsuit under Jane Doe, and eventually when he became president, dropped the lawsuit. There aren't any lawsuits against Clinton from girls, but there are deep connections. There's a painting when they raided Epstein's mansion of Clinton wearing a dress. I saw that. That is the weirdest fucking thing ever. Bizarre, right? So you have right there, you have two presidents, a current and a recent past one, the Prince of England, high-level attorneys, and those are people like with a lot of connection to Epstein. Trump's relationship with Epstein started in, at least in 1997 to up to 2004, where they had a beef eventually. The Trump camp tries to say the beef is because Donald knew he was like young women. It's not the case that all the beef was over real estate. They both wanted the same real estate, and they started beefing. So they had a little tear in their uh, relationship. But we all know the words of Trump who said about Epstein, he likes pretty women as much as I do, and some on the younger side. That's what he said. So even if he didn't do that, even if Clinton didn't do anything, Trump didn't do anything, they knew they were dealing with a pedophile, sex trafficking, little kids all over the place, and they still chilled with him and hung out and treated him like a homie. And it's fucking crazy, bro. Sad. Sad. Yeah, it's nuts, man. So we were talking the other day about <clears throat> people's uh, reactions to it, yeah, and how we're as a as a society we're we're full of shit. We're just full of shit, we're clowns. Because why would why would people not be like violently rioting over this kind of mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. when you know it's real and you know it's happening? If it's not happening to your kids or kids that you have, like, you know, you you love these kids, then I think it's just human nature to not 
care that much. Yeah. It's scary and you say, Oh shit, we gotta be careful. We gotta guard our kids from all that. these people but, putting up memes. Epstein didn't kill us that's what you're doing, really? Yeah. You might as well do nothing than than mess around with that stupid dopey meme. Mm-hmm. Don't even do anything because you're making it's a humor. A joke you're, it's an it. attempt at yeah. humor over something that's so serious, serious. so and serious. so insanely like corrupt. It's the it's so so like filthy. I that mean, the, your the, current the, president sitting in there and you you do nothing. He picks handpicks Alex Acosta in his cabinet. And then it turns out Alex Acosta is the one who gives Epstein the deal that got him off of the charges where he would have been locked up 10 years ago. Alex Acosta was the direct link to set him free, was the direct link to keep the information from all the victims. So they they never even knew what happened. So Alex Acosta is a man who has a lot of information himself. And he got Epstein off. And then Trump says he's a terrific guy, puts him in the cabinet. Then Alex Acosta starts catching heat from that Epstein case, and he steps down. But still, like, Trump supporters don't mention this. They don't mention the connection. How could you not see that? You know if what, that though? was Bill Clinton's guy, you'd be all over it, and you should be. You, you know sh- what, though? It's like with, with Trump's cabinet, it's almost that everyone who's really served in it has been compromised in some way. There's all kinds of corrupt payoff. Everyone. He's gone through so many people, you know? Yeah, but, to, yeah, but this, this is specifically this is about incredible though. This yeah. is reaches a different kind of level of this pure corruption. Like, low, why would he step low, in? Chris. Why would this guy low. step in to get make sure that Epstein could get away and face such minimal charges? Is it because his conscience was said like, hmm, "Man, I really don't. I, I think this guy's a good guy, and I really, I really want to give him a second chance." Well, he or he, is it because he has he he's a fucking bought and paid for. Well, he tried to say because people asked him about it, that, that. No, I was actually very hard on Epstein. I, I if it wasn't for me, he wouldn't have got anything. That's what he was trying to say. Yeah. He was trying to spin right. it. But what Epstein got was twelve hours a day released from jail. He'd have to go and sleep in jail and get this. He sleep in his own wing with his own security guards. Yeah. That was his penalty. That's like Pablo Escobar. Exactly. Punishment. And we want to clown on South America. Say, oh, my God, they're so corrupt down there. Look what they Okay, that's what they're doing over big money and drugs. Look what you people are doing over fucking little kids. You're allowing the same thing. His own wing and his own security guard for a couple months, that's his penalty that he got, thanks to Alex Acosta, who would eventually be one of our president's right-hand men. Then we find Ridiculous. out, well, our president is... So tight with Epstein at one time. But now, you know, it's just, uh, there's so many connections. There's so many connections. But You know, it's power. It's powerful. The powerful people, the elite, the power elite of this country are degenerates. I mean, there's really no other way to look at it. They just really, if you want to talk about a two-tier justice system, you're looking at it. We're living in it. They're degenerates. Think, yeah, the money just think, gets them out of things. I don't think there's anybody that's really built to have that kind of power well, and, this is and keep it like, keep it honest, keep it honorable. There, there are people out there. There's there some people. People can do it. It's very hard to just, find those I mean, people, look, at this, look at a guy like Jimmy Carter. You're not going to find dirt on Jimmy Carter. You're going to find people clowning on him every day because he's a nice Mr. Rogers type guy. There's no dirt on Jimmy Carter. You couldn't find it if, if you hired somebody to find it. But this is the thing. When you watch uh, the guy that watches Fox News all day, he hears the same stuff. 
You know what side, you know, Hannity's going to pick. You know how it's going to be. If you watch MSNBC all day, you know what's going to, you know what's going on. But neither of them will talk about stuff like Epstein's connection to Clinton. Like, why isn't Fox saying, yo, Clinton is hanging out with a pedophile all the time? And why isn't MSNBC saying Trump is hanging out with a pedophile? Oh, because here's the one thing they have in common. And now that's off limits. Mm-hmm. We could only talk about Trump about these things. We only talk about Clinton about these things. But when it comes to something that could topple both of them, eh, both of these multi-million dollar networks decide to say hands off of what potentially could it's be the biggest odd. story in very human odd. history. Yeah, that and is kind of crazy. Interesting, isn't it? And Chris has nothing to say. I said it's very You're odd. supporting these people. Get out of here. But uh, yeah, I, I was uh, I did a little research on it, and you know it's something you could watch. It's really good. It's a sixty minutes episode from Australia, and it's like our show, sixty minutes, but you know with some Australian broad. But they walk around with two women. They're not women who are girls. In uh, during the whole Epstein scandal, the ones that would talk a lot won't talk. A lot, according to one lawyer, became drug addicts. A lot committed suicide. You're talking about 12, 13, 14-year-old kids who eventually thought they had no recourse, thought that was their life as they knew it, and they just ended it. But these two women, they talk about it openly with their own names. And uh, it's funny, the main woman who's being interviewed, you know where she was recruited from? Where? Chris? I don't know. Mar-a-Lago. Really? She was recruited from Mar-a-Lago by Epstein's girlfriend when she worked there as a locker room girl. So, huh. and she says that's, that was a breeding ground for the rec- recruits. She was a little trailer park white trash broad. This Epstein's girlfriend's like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so nice. Dude, would you want to make a lot of money and travel a lot? Yeah. You could be a personal masseuse. Okay, what do I do? Come with Jesus. me. Jesus. Come with me. Then she went to the point where they were. They wanted to pay her to have a baby, but give the baby over. Wow! And then that's when she bounced. That's insane. Holy shit! Yeah, but check it. Sixty minutes episode about all about Epstein. But yeah, she was. So she was recruited on Trump's lovely, terrific property. It's the best property. Oh, he doesn't know what's going on there. He didn't know. You didn't know your homie Epstein, who you're dancing with, and biting your bottom lip and dancing around. And in that video, you seen that video? Mm-hmm. You know your homie was recruiting little girls at your your precious resort. You pig! Uh, I wonder. But anyway, I don't know why we're talking about. That. Let's talk about good things. Anybody died lately? Any famous people who died? Nah, you know what? It's, <laughs> I don't think How we had a famous death in a while. But we did. All right, let's get off that subject. But if anybody wants to talk about that, if you want to come on this show, you want to defend Clinton, you want to defend Trump, feel free. I will eat you alive. You have no recourse. You are on the side no of evil. Quarter. I am on the side of good. God's light shines on me. Wow. I don't know. I just thought that was cool. It sounded fucking hard, man. But you guys have fun in Colombia? I had a great time in Colombia. Excellent time. I don't know. Speaking for myself, it feels like it was like the, that was like the pinnacle of Wisdom and Chain's uh, shows that we ever played. That was like, that was like a high point for me in in the, on our time in the band you know yeah it's a lot of fun definitely felt like uh it's cool because it's all it's a new continent that none of us that were ever even on mm-hmm. that's pretty cool in itself 
but it's just like being able to play for that many people and that that a lot of them never heard us before and just that opportunity to to mm. try to shine in front of that many people is pretty fucking cool man it's pretty it's rare you know and, and it was very nice it was very good very food cool. clean city felt very safe one of the coolest looking cities i've ever seen it was like a dope ass city in the middle of a mountainous jungle yeah, like there shouldn't be a city there. Yeah, and looking somehow, out that hotel window, I was like, "Wow, look at this place." Yeah, somehow they built a city along, like on mountains and ravines mm-hmm. and gorges, and it was it was really fucking cool. And yeah, it's, it's a very like jungle like climate. And um, any shout out to any of the people that helped us out? Yeah, our boy Euro was down there, and uh, Euro he he basically set the whole thing up for us. And it's a good kid, the Euro. We played. He he has a band called Nicks, N I X, pretty dope band. Um, Straight as your boy, yeah, good man. good dudes, man. And then uh, we played with a hardcore band called Control. Control, and they played before us at the fest, and uh, they did great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from the city Medellin, Medellin, as they say it, Medellin, and uh, they they did fucking great. And I actually got to hang out with them the night before. And uh, I was the only uh, English speaking person in the group, and yeah. they were all they were trying their best to to accommodate me mm-hmm. in Spanish. But it, it, we had a good time anyway. It was just a lot of fun hanging out with them, and they they're so hospitable and and kind and helpful, and you know just great great dudes. I can't say enough good things about them. Good, 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 good time. Even Chris had fun, I think. Oh, yeah, it was great, man. He usually has no fun, but he was like, he had his room. He could just sit in his room, read books all day, and then call him to play guitar, and then he goes back to the room. So he had it made in the shade. So shout out to Columbia. Food was good, man. We had a lot of good food. I'm yeah, we sure. really did, Yo, man. so cheap down there, too. So cheap. I spent like 20 bucks. You're a cheese one, ball thing. Yeah, so one. Awesome. Uh, Wait, what is it? Three, uh, 3.4 American dollars. Mm-hmm. No, wait, $1 equals 3.4 of theirs. 3,400 of their dollars. Wow. Yeah, that's what it is. So if so you like, give them $1, they'll give you 3,400 pesos. Damn. Yeah. So Yo, when we ate at that street place, the Buñuelos, we ate so much. Oh, that was crazy. And it <laughs> wasn't even like 12 American dollars. For yeah. Six or seven guys. Yeah, they kept courses kept coming out to us. Like we, it was like street food, but we were ordering it like wow. we were, like we were having courses. Dude, yeah, that was so cheap down there. You know, it's a good place to vacation. Yeah, it really is. I think it's like unknown right now, but it might. You know, I, know. I could see that if you went towards gonna, the coast, it would blow up. I'm gonna buy a you know, hotel there. People be going down there, like yeah, because you're on the Pacific. I think it's on the Pacific side, so it'd be pretty cool. You know, mm-hmm. it's on the Pacific side. Closer, but it's, it's not closer. by the coast, though. Huh? We weren't by the yeah. We were. Yeah. We were. We were like the in coast. the mountains. Man, we stopped at. We had a layover in Panama, and I could see the canal. And uh, I wanted it so badly to go see it, but we just didn't have the time. But I, I, I definitely like now. I'm so intrigued. I gotta stop there. I have to go on a little trip to Panama. And see yeah, that Luke place. and uh, Joe had separate flights. We didn't stop in Panama. We went to Bogota, Bogota, Bogota. Bogota, so hard for me to remember to say that right. Bogota. Bogota. <laughs> Bogota. Yo, I got uh, questions from way back that we never did. You want to do the relationship questions? Uh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Chris, you might be able to help Ugh, these people. Boy. 
Let's see. Okay, this, let me go to the bottom one. This is the quick, easy one. My girl has more tattoos than me. Can this work? Well, of course it could work. That's from... I believe it could work. What do you mean you could believe that? Does your girl have more tattoos than you? No. All right. How do you know it could work then? Did you ever... Were you ever with a girl have more tattoos than you? No. So well, what... I mean, what's the difference? It's a tattoo. But a tattoo is traditionally... Um, uh, masculine thing. I understand. But I said, I think in, you know, we're moving into 2020, you don't got to worry about things like that. There's other things that you should focus on. No, you don't got to worry about it, but, you know, this kid is asking a question. You I say mean, no problem at all. I said, it should be no problem at all. He Maybe I he's said, trying to be funny, too. I know, it might be. You know, I just, think it's an issue. Don't worry about it. I don't think worry it's about gonna, it. I think he should get rid of her or yeah. and then get more tattoos than get her back. You can, you can have a tattoo I think it's off? a big red flag, and I think uh, the solution is just get more tattoos. You but know, dump put her, it, get more tattoos, then get with her? At least put it on hold for a while, get more tattoos, and then come back to yeah, it. Yeah, he has to figure out how it. many square inches is covered, and then he has to up that by 10%. Yo, does anybody ever ask yeah. you how many tattoos do you have? Yeah. <laughs> That's a, such a weird question. Because it's like, when you think about it, it's like, like, they're not, like, at some point you stop counting because you realize it doesn't even matter. Like, I have, you know, if you have one, you have one. More than you know, what I'm saying yeah. like if you have it's uh, what's the difference? Well, for a lot of people, you know, regular people they get three tattoos, so they know I got three. Yeah, but you know, people in our thing, I mean, they, it's so ridiculous the amount of tattoos that these people get. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, you don't know how many. So they say how many, and you're like, ah, it doesn't matter. It a lot of people we know have one, but it covers their entire body. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hmm, yes. But yeah, I mean, this scene is like, come on, like, what's what are they yeah, thinking? People are crazy with tattoos. What are you fucking thinking, you white trash motherfucker? Stop with the tattoos. What are you gonna work on a road crew your whole life? <laughs> oh my god! No, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my god! I'm a construction worker. I, you know, what are you gonna do? So my girl has more tattoos than me. Can this work? We say. Chris says yes. I say I don't know, man. Anything can work, but yeah, maybe. But it could be an issue. Maybe the girl is like. I want a guy with more tattoos, and, and what are you gonna do? I think just the fact that you brought it up and asked means that you're thinking about it. Yes, and, and so it's obviously it, it's already an issue if you're fucking thinking about it. He's gonna be sitting there having a nice dinner, and it's gonna creep into his mind. God yeah. damn it! She's gonna reach for the salt, and he's gonna just see say, like her sleeve poking yeah. out of her, her long sleeve, sleeve shirt. Damn! And, like, and he's gonna remember his road runner on his, just the middle of it. Be like, damn. Yeah, he's got a little Yosemite Sam tattoo, and he's like, this fucking keep, bitch. <laughs> keep trucking. All right, check it out. <laughs> I've been dating a guy for around seven months. I'm a dancer, and I sell photos online to make extra money. He knew this from the beginning. Now it's an issue for him. I just do not want to hear about this anymore. He barely even works and practically lives at my house now. He has money in the car because his parents are good to him, but does he have any right to question me on my jobs? Well, I, you know, my my first answer that pops in my head is no, he doesn't have any right. I'm guessing that's probably one of the things that made him uh you know want to date you in the first place he probably liked that about you you think he liked that or like the way she looked well that was what attracted him to her is what i'm saying yeah but not probably he liked the that, way she though. looked yeah he liked the, she you know, looks like she can do that i'm sure in the beginning though he was like no nah, that's cool no i yeah, think it's I cool i think it's awesome yeah, yeah. you know it's just just to probably- get her because he probably <laughs> thought she was gonna you know that's what she wants to hear yeah so he said the thing that she wants to hear, and now he can't fucking handle it. So 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. That's what we the don't. The green-eyed know. monster came out. What's jealousy, oh. jealousy. Yeah, but see, that's what we don't know. Did he say? If he said at one time it was no issue. Yeah. And now I'm he, totally guessing that. You know but listen, I mean? if but, it's yeah. only seven months, then big deal. Cut your losses. If it's a problem, if you if you care, he's saying it. Get rid of him. But if he never said anything about it, and now that he's developing more feelings to you, then you shouldn't be surprised that he's saying something now. Because yeah, I wouldn't true. be I wouldn't be surprised if he was saying something even after a month. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know, it's it's a very unusual way to make money not morally wrong i'm not saying that i'm just saying it's an unusual way to make money and and for a guy to have the tolerance to just let you do that yeah without it affecting him and that's that's a rare person well not i think i think it, the one the guys i knew that were with girls who made money by using their body for dancing or whatever they were also guys who were looking for money themselves so it's not like they were these open-minded class act guys who knew didn't know the feeling of jealousy it's they knew that they could sit around this is a steady cash and they could have this broad come home with cash so i mean maybe there's the guy that's like so you know mentally developed he doesn't feel jealousy and blah 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 she shouldn't be surprised now if he told you from the beginning baby that's not an issue at all you know i like you for this blah blah and he's saying something now then yeah he's wrong and either if you like him enough, you deal with it. If you like him a lot, you stop doing what you're doing. If you can't handle it, just get rid of him. But it sounds like she can't handle it. Only seven months in. Then she threw the dig at him for, you know, the parents having money in the mm-hmm. car. And, yeah. You know? But, yeah, I, I mean, listen. I, I, I wouldn't. I'd be, I'd be all over them, too. Like, what the, who, who, what do you, how you make money? What? Get a regular job. Like, yeah. what do we have What in a relationship? What do we have? Like, what's special? What's unique? Yeah, what's, what's, what's mine that's nobody else's? Yeah, so and nothing? And the same goes for you. Like, what's, yeah. what's, my, what's yours that's, that doesn't belong to anybody else? Yeah. If you're just giving it away to, or selling it even, it's not special anymore. You know how much money I used to make being a Chippendale? What did you used to make? I used to make a good $11 a month sometimes. That's, that's great, yeah. man. That's great. Shit. Being a Chippendales, you know, it's 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 a glamorous job. You know what I mean? I had a lot of fun, and yeah, I did the know, cowboy gimmick. A, I dressed like a cowboy. You got a good bow tie collection, I'm sure, somewhere. But my girl said, "Listen, she was jealous." So I said, "All right, baby, all right, I won't be a Chippendale no more. I'll do local stuff." I was a Chippendale rescue ranger. Chippendale. <laughs> Yo, uh, so I say she has. I think it's her that has the issue. I think it's her that has the issue yeah. ultimately. Yeah, because, <laughs> because why you know. are you surprised? Yeah. But if he said from the beginning he had no problem and now he's saying something, all right, you got tricked, but expect it. You should have expected it from the beginning that whoever you're dating, for the most part, will have a problem with this unless they're getting something financially out of it. Then they might be cool with it. Yeah. And if that's the case, that's even worse. And I would yeah, say that's the frying pan into the fire. If this relationship doesn't work out, mm-hmm. expect this every single time for the rest of your time doing this for for your for employment. Yeah. Expect this forever because this is this is just human nature kicking in. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, there's nothing surprising about this. I think the guy's doing typical stuff. If he said he had no problem, he's a goofball. He thought he could handle it, but he can't handle it. Most guys can't. 
Let's get to the next one. I've been with my girlfriend for nearly six years. She really wants to get married or at least engaged. I feel that marriage is senseless, just a tradition left over from the past. <laughs> How can I explain this to her in a way she will fucking understand? Oh, geez. Jesus Christ. I tried telling her just as I explained it. And in capitals, he wrote, it's stupid, but she isn't getting it. And in capitals, he says, help. And he says, no name, please. <laughs> <laughs> So, Chris, I've been with my girlfriend for nearly six years. She really wants to get married or at least engaged. I feel that marriage is senseless, just a tradition left over from the past. How can I explain this to her in a way she will fucking understand? I tried telling her just as I explained it. It's stupid, but she isn't getting it. Help. What should he do? Well, I think you have to make a little bit of a compromise. I mean, do they live together? I don't know that. We, you know, that's a big thing. Uh, six years, maybe. They it's might good be chance. living together by this this stage of the game. That's one problem with the questions. We we would have follow up questions if they we'd were have in to front have of a follow up question. Yeah. We would be able to help all these people if they, we had them in front. Only of us. the mm-hmm. follow up could help us. Yeah, and I think you have to make a, a bit of a compromise. You've been with for six years, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, if you're if you're essentially married, living together, live, you know, then what's the, in some places they might legally be married. You might be legally married, common law wife. Yeah. You may not have. You can just tell a baby. We got common law marriage. This is the thing. It's if like he says. Let me see. Make me sure I'm reading this right. I feel that marriage is senseless. Okay, then get married. Then you know what I mean. Like if it's it doesn't mean anything to you, then it's not like I'm against it because of some kind of moral issue. But if you just think it's dumb. They just get married. Yeah, so it's a compromise. Yeah, man. it's like if Joe really wants to see this movie, I think it's gonna be stupid. My homie Joe wants to go. Yeah, Joe, let's go to the movie. That's all, right? That's how I'm seeing it yeah. from the words he used. Like, exactly. like it is. Yeah, it's it's not. When I see guys that get like real excited about their wedding, to mm. me that yeah, ma- it, it makes me laugh. It's fruity. It's fruity. <laughs> when guys get it's super for the woman excited about the wedding. The wedding's not for you. It's yeah, for the woman. Exactly. It's always for the woman. And is that sexist? Maybe, but that's true. This is the way it is. It doesn't matter if it's sexist or not. This is how it is. Exactly. And sometimes you just do something for your for your girl because it's a nice thing to do because it's going to make her happy. That's it. Yeah. That's the only reason man. you need. Yes. To, that's the only reason you need. Especially if you think it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Even easier gonna, for you then. Yeah. Now, if you're some kind of, I won't get married in the church because the church did X, Y, and Z, and I don't feel... You're not saying that. You're just saying it's senseless. Okay, then do it for her. Like, you know, do something you think is a little goofy for the girl, if you care. Exactly. A relationship is, uh, you know, it's like you get, you give a little, you take a little, you give a little, you take a little. Well, when you're a man, it's give, 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 and never get anything in return, and eventually get a lip, and you fucking got to hear stuff all day, and nothing's ready, and dinner's cold! But you said about uh, you said about guys. Do we know a guy like that? <laughs> That's so fun. But do do we know a guy like that? Who getting excited for a wedding? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Who, who? I know a few. Right of them. now, though. Right now. Uh, wow. Well, I don't. I'm Come on, Mike Leday. Come on, man. Mike Leday. Gonna... You fruit. Come on, it's her day. Why are you talking about it every two minutes? Just say, yeah, my girl's excited. And leave it at that. You look like a weirdo. <laughs> I don't think he's that excited about no, it. No, he's every day. I, I can't wait for my wedding, y'all. Going to be fun, y'all. Hey, we're going to do this, y'all. Chill out with that. All right? When we get there, we'll play some pool. We'll smoke a cigar. And, you know, you do that wedding thing. 
That's I'm what a, men do. We I'm, don't smoke cigars. I'm uh, excited for that day because it's going to be a really fun day hanging it out is gonna with, be fun. with the homies, you know? I'm just teasing. It's going to be fun. Uh, so, Southern people love weddings, too. They're going to be like square dancing and bobbing for apples. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Playing the fiddle. <laughs> But I, I, they're gonna do that that dance where you tie your the hand in the middle with the with the ribbon, and then they go in yeah. and out, and they go around the pole. Don't go messing with a country boy. Jump over the broom. Now check this out. I asked Evan and Crystal many times. You go into the wedding. They won't commit. They won't say yes or no. That's rude. Go to your friend's wedding. Look, Chris won't even look at yeah, me. Yeah, why won't you go? Screen like this glitching. What do you got against the the wedding? Nothing. He, he don't like. So why don't you want to go? He don't like leaving his house, bro. He don't like leaving his house. Chris, you don't want to be. Chris, at we're gonna have the fun. Beach with your friends. I hate salt water. He hates water. I hate water. Jeez. But yes, okay. Listen. And sand in my crack. I think for this young fella. Back to the question. Six yeah, yeah. years you've been with her. This is the time. This is not. Na- this is nature kicking in, bro. Yeah. You gotta. This is what she wants. If you it's, don't. Want to get married. If you don't want to, don't get married. Exactly. If you don't give a shit and you think it doesn't matter if you're married or not, then just do it because you're going to, if you're going to be with this girl and you don't want to break up with this girl over it, then just get married. Exactly. He said senseless. If you aren't lying to us and you do feel it's just senseless, that's your only issue, it's senseless, then just do it. Now, if there's some other reasons, all right, don't do it. But if it's just senseless and you think it's dumb, make her happy. Do a dumb thing for the one that you love in order to make them smile. Yeah. Sounds easy to me. But maybe there's more to it. When you're a husband, when you're a father, you do a lot of dumb things to make people happy. Or you do things that are like dumb at the time and embarrassing. Like, oh, geez. My kid wants me to walk around on my knees like a a horse (sighs) and, you know, ride my back like a horse. (sighs) Or, uh, you know, whatever. You do all yeah. kinds of silly shit. Yeah. But you get a smile out of it. Yeah. yeah. And it makes you feel good in exactly. the end because you made See, somebody happy. He's being very selfish, I think. This guy's being selfish. Wise up. Yeah. Be be nicer. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. And he said, no name, please. <laughs> How can you tell a significant other something that may embarrass them without hurting their feelings? Baby, your ass ain't uh, Man. Oof, that's See, a rough one. here's something. Here's. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in and take this one, oh, Christopher. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't be held responsible for the way someone reacts to a truth. Hmm. You just can't. And we always do. Like we that. always hold ourselves responsible for other people's reactions. And it's because you care about them ultimately. It's the reason why you would lie to a loved one. It's the same reason you would lie to a loved one, is because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay. But ultimately, the best thing is to just say it. You have a thing to say, you got to just say it. It's Even if it does hurt their feelings initially, if it's true, and if your intentions are pure, the truth is all that really matters, okay? So let's just do it with something benign. Yeah, do a trivial you, thing. You, ha- you have uh, your, your partner, your, your husband, your wife, your girl, whatever, your, your boyfriend has a... Uh, like a um, smelly breath, mm. right? You fucking tell them they got smelly breath. How you? How and you they're gonna them? be like oh, offended initially. Be like, listen, um, I'm sorry to tell you this. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but your breath is really bad right now. 
Okay. Just like that. That sucks to hear then because like you're that, like, you say, how long like has that? my breath been? How, how long have I had nasty breath? Just for that, through three years. It does, yeah, the last three years. No, it doesn't matter. The point is, okay, now they can do something about it. Now they can. Would you rather spare their feelings or have them embarrassing you and, and you're silent about it because you're walking around the world with a smelly breath partner? Not for that situation. And they don't, they want, they don't want to have smelly breath. They want no, to have fresh breath. They don't want people, you know, turning up their nose when they, when, when they talk to them. Yeah. They want to have fresh breath. So the, their only hope is to have one good, honest friend in the world that's going to tell them. Yeah. That's their only hope to have well, fresh breath. Well, for that breath. particular question, let's say you're the girl. All right. Let's right. see. Hey, baby, you have gum? Uh, no, I don't have any gum. You, should, you should get some. <laughs> nice. See? That's yeah. all. That's all. Now say, yeah, you do have it. Baby, you have gum? Uh yeah I do. Well, I don't want any, but take some. Yeah. Hey, you pull over at this next gas station. I, I want to get some gum. Oh okay, yeah, I'll pull in. Yeah, you 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 really need it. Yeah. Sorry. Or you can say it like this. This is a nice way to say, it. baby, could you pull over to the next gas station? Yeah, why? What's up? I want to fucking throw up <laughs> because your breath is killing me. <laughs> no, that's not the nice way to say it. But, no, but yeah, terrible, so for a trivial terrible. thing. For a trivial thing, but they're even, gonna be mad. What ten minutes? A little embarrassed. Then maybe that's what he's talking about. Just and then you're gonna thing. say you're gonna you're gonna apologize. You're gonna be like, listen, I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. I'm saying it because I love you. Because I don't want you to have smelly breath. I'm no, saying it because I care about you. You gave that example. All right, I think people get. What if it's a more serious thing? It sucks, but the same thing applies. The same logic applies. It's the same principle. It's terrible. And it hurts, and it's hard to do. Oof. It's almost impossible to do, but the same principle applies across the board. Is there because any, truth is truth. Is there anything you could think of that would be better off not even being mentioned? I mean, I'm not saying that I live by this code. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. <laughs> You're just telling me advice. I'm, yeah. Saying, yeah. I'm saying that in the long run, mm-hmm. okay, Especially when uh, in, uh, there's, there's situations where you wish that you took the truthful approach a long time ago mm-hmm. because oh. then there's a point of no return where it's too late okay. to take the truthful approach. What if it's okay? like a smelly cooch? Dude. Now what do you just <laughs> I say? I, I care about you so much. <laughs> and I, I like, really. You, would you say so? I tell you, man, there's something rotten in Denmark. Oh, Chris, you would not. No, Chris would just take it. Uh, no, Chris would come to the room in like scuba gear with the fucking thing. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Just, you know, just hanging out in my scuba gear. <laughs> scuba diving. I'm thinking about getting into aquatics. I'm breaking in this new scuba gear. Scuba gear. Like, yeah, so with the gum thing, that's one level. Yeah. No, if it's that, I mean, I mean. Just say it, right? You got to say it. Yeah. There's ways to fix it. So you sick? There's a, there's a there's a cure for it. So it's, you're right. You sick? Something yeah, exactly. Wrong. You gotta yeah. ask for health reasons. Like, what'd you eat last month? Yeah. For the whole month. What'd you eat? What'd for the you whole pussy last month? month? <laughs> yeah. He didn't happen to eat. So this, this <laughs> guy. So no. I mean, let me see his question again. So, how can you tell a significant other something that may embarrass them without hurting them? Right, Joe said it straight up. You just do it. I mean, sometimes you do. You, you know, do because- it. And maybe you see you you like. Pre preface it with like, I'm just telling you because I care or something. You know, just, that's how you don't have be to. mean about it. And if that that's yeah, probably exactly. the truth, because even if that's you, probably if, the if truth. you're super nice about it and it's embarrassing, they're gonna be hurt. 
but so don't add any nastiness to it. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, I agree with you. And why be if you don't have to be so blunt, then don't. You know, sometimes I'm yeah, everybody's I'm a little too blunt sometimes. I'm like yeah, you could be like a little more a little finesse, yeah, some finesse. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that it's just better now. Even even if it's like something, there's there's been times where I racked my brain for months and months trying to figure out a way to say something that's like mm. gonna be hurtful or yeah whatever. we're still trying to figure out how to get evan out of the band we just don't know how to <laughs> remember when we had told him when we wanted to tell evan to play bass, bass yeah remember remember how good he that took was it like though? that took a while for us remember to how good even he took like it though he was like oh hmm. yeah i remember it was in uh new hampshire yeah we went out to eat at, at a for right those that don't show. know our guitar player left, Tony uh, Meltdown, Tony Greyhound, Tony Mercurio. Good guitar player, real weirdo. Wrote some good songs with us. And we got Evan in playing. And Evan bought a nice white guitar. I didn't like I didn't like it that it was white. I thought it was a little femme for the band, but I didn't say nothing. Well, actually, I did say stuff nonstop. <laughs> you said something. <laughs> you still say it to this day. So then stop. we needed a bass player. And Chris comes in helping us out playing bass. So now we got a shredding ass guitar player playing the scrub position bass. And now they become permanent member members. Yeah. So what are we going to do here? So me and Joe, you know, we're talking. And yeah, it did take a little while. Because while. we thought he would be a lot more upset than he was. It was like a timing. Like, like where do you, how do you time it? Where do you, how do you bring it up? I know. And then we were at... I would have dinner? just said right away, like if if I'm if Chris is playing bass, I'm playing guitar. I'd be like, yo, you guys want me to play bass? Because what's this guy playing? It's a waste for him to be on the bass unless we're playing Primus. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Chris did play a lot of the songs like Primus. Yeah. Chris on the bass was funny. He was crazy. The he was bass going, was bigger than him. Yeah, he was just really going crazy on the bass. <laughs> bass is a crazy instrument. But uh, yeah, but he took it well. And yeah, that's a little example. You know, not like a relation, well, band relationship. Yeah. But we did it. We just told him. We sat him down. We said, sit down, you. Don't get upset. We're going to order you wings. Don't go crazy. Don't blink real hard what you do when you have these w- <laughs> Like when you're trying to sing backups. But yeah, he uh, he was good about it. But yeah, def- there's a saying. Closed mouths don't get fed. If you want something, you got to say something. If you want something to change on somebody and it might embarrass them, you got to say it. And then don't be a big baby when somebody says something to you. Yeah. And I think I'd be more they're allowed. Mad. They're allowed to have to react yeah. too. They're allowed to react any way they want to react. Mm-hmm. Like how whatever happens, you got to deal with it. But if you if you're coming from the perspective of of truth and and caring about somebody, that's the best way to do it. But wouldn't you be more mad? Let's just say, right? Your girl knows something. Let's say you're walking around and you look crazy, right? Yeah, weird outfit or something's crazy. Something's just askew. Like you're gonna go out in public and be laughed at, right? And she's I'd be so mad if like mm-hmm. they, they somebody spotted something and I let me go wander around in fucking public and went like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. Be, and I came back and <laughs> get humiliated. You're like, oh yeah, I seen that. Like, what the fuck did she say something, man? There you, <laughs> you go. Know? Yeah. I got a story about that. A long time ago, my mom got fake teeth, so she got all new teeth. I come home and I'm looking at her like, what the? And she's like, how do you like my new teeth? I'm like, why are they so far out like that? You look like a, a rabbit. Like, you got, like, buck teeth. And she's like, what? What? And she's in the mirror, and she fixed them and put them in right. 
Oh, okay. And she said, Goddamn Maria. That's my sister. Goddamn Maria didn't say anything. She said they look great. I said, Well, I'm not going to let you walk around looking like a damn rabbit. There you go. And sure enough, she fixed them. My sister came over. She yelled at her. You can let me go out like that. And it was true. Like, she was all, <laughs> her teeth like this, out like this. How, how do I like your new teeth? What are you, from England all of a sudden? Just tell them. Just tell them. Yeah, you got to. Let's see what else we got. I love my guy, but I do not trust him. We've been together for over two years. I found some lies early on. Some were big lies. Some were not that important. But now I guess I'm just skeptical of everything he does. I'm sort of being a bitch to him. What can I do to make this work? I think that uh, love is involuntary. Trust is voluntary. Love is chemical. Trust is intellectual. So if you're in a relationship with somebody and you require trust to be in the, the relationship and love is not enough, you require trust is one of the things that you need. No bartering has to be there. What would you say? I like how you said that. What is trust is what? Involuntary? Wait, how did you say I that? I said love is involuntary. And trust is voluntary. Oh, I like that. Love is a chemical reaction. And so trust, love is like pure trust, emotion. Yeah, trust is an intellectual oh, reaction. Okay. So I think if you need to be with someone that you trust, mm. and that's there's no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it, then you can't be with this person. Okay, so she ends it. I sort of am being a bitch to him. This is the rest of your relationship. What can I do to make? Okay, yeah. So she if, has to decide if if you if you want to be with him, and you can't handle that you don't trust him, then you are going to be a bitch to him the rest of your relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be in a relationship like that? Does he want to be in a relationship like that? No. If you can both handle it, then go on have and have a good life. The fact that she just even wrote this would lead us to believe she wants to salvage it. Mm -hmm. So do you think she can just stop? And because I, I mean, listen, if she, if you're listening, I mean, is there anything that if he found out about you, that would make him be a little skeptical Is there anything at all? If so, maybe that can entice you to be like, all right, I'll get over that. If not, if you got a perfect clean record, then it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine there's not one thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you probably cheated on him a few times. He doesn't even know. No, I don't know if he did that. But, yeah, that's hard. If you're going to be nasty, then that's it. It's a wrap. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're definitely just not going to be happy. You know, you're not going to have a f fun time. But well, how long were they together here? My Two years, you said? Over two years. Over two years. I found some lies early on. Some were big. Some were not that important. But now I guess I'm skeptical of everything he does. I wonder what that time frame was, right? Like, like what if it was like the first month? And here you are over two years into it and there's nothing. Mm -hmm. Like when was the point where like you didn't find anything after this point? Yeah, there's got to be like a little. Yeah. You have to give a little. You know, at least a cushion in the beginning. Yeah. For him to so let's say after, wrap up his uh, on the third month of us together. I saw this text message. Okay, and since then, anything, and you're still bringing that up. Now it's on you a little bit. It's definitely on you now. Definitely on you, because if it wasn't 
on that third month, you should have reacted and did whatever you thought you needed to do. And it sounds like you didn't. But maybe he's a real rat, too. I don't know. I mean, from the little they give us, it sounds like... I, it's so little. It's I don't so want to. Yeah, I want to ask her more questions, but from this little bit, yeah. And then move and on. Then, get on. And leave. then it's like this question is just for her, but I bet he would. Ultimately, have, he might have a different story. I bet it. he would be like, "Listen, I'm still hearing about it, but this is what happened." Mm-hmm. Well, it could be, you know. I yeah. Mean, who knows, man? It's so hard to answer these with just. I mean, if you like see me snippet. somewhere, I. It, you might see a girl all over me because everywhere I go, girls is all over me. But it's not nothing to do with me. I go into the grocery store. The girl jumps in my cart. I'm like, oh, who are you? I don't know. But imagine you just come in. You think, you know, I was with her. I would think you're shopping and you wanted yeah. this girl and you put her in your cart. Put, yeah, like what do we know? But, yeah, that one, I think she, I'd hate to say this because what if she follows our advice? Like this is what I don't want anyone to ever follow <laughs> <laughs> my advice. But I would say that it's over. It's over. It's a wrap for you. With the little info you gave us, if you're being a bitch to this guy over stuff that you say lies early on. But I you mean, know what? And it's two, over two years into it. I guarantee you, you can find examples of like people who've been married for like 50 years and she guarantee. was a bitch for all 50 years because oh. of something he did in the first six months oh. and he never let it go. So, hey, it could work. You could be one of those success stories. <laughs> A success story of a yeah. <laughs> miserable people. Anybody wants to tell her anything or no? I think you need to figure. You just need to figure it out. Do you need to trust him? Yes. Then figure out a way to trust him. Yeah. Or quick, though. let it go. He's you already gotta, over two years into this. Yeah, two years because stop messing around. I know Seems like you got the issue. You're thinking about this because you're thinking of what that first person, that that first question was about. You know what I mean? Like the timing mm. of getting married and shit. Like. That's why you're thinking of this, because ultimately you want to settle down with this guy. You want long-term commitment, mm-hmm. long, long-term. So you need to figure this out now before before that stuff starts coming up. Yeah. It's already over two years. All right. Next one. What's the best music to, they say the F word, what's the best music to have sex to? Mm. Chris, you're a musician. Mm. <laughs> I would say some Al Green. Al Green. Al wow. Green, okay, Chris. Damn. All right. Last I'm time right. Chris had a had okay. sex, he had a time machine with him. I think. Okay. <laughs> Listen to this day, it holds up. Oh, all right. What's the Al Green song? I'm so in love with you. Ah, yeah. I don't think the this generation has sex like that no more, Chris. Yeah, that's like making love music. Ah, they all want to just hook up. Out on some they want to listen to like Disturbed now or yeah, something. Yeah, they want to act like they want to get beat Ooh, up. Ah, by ah, you know, there you go. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I, I like just background music and noise. Or, I don't like know, any whatever. music. TV on or something. I like no music. <laughs> Discovery I would, Channel. I want to make my own beat. You heard? <laughs> yeah, like however <laughs> I go. Like I'm going to let this beat control me? <laughs> nah, man. You know what I mean? Because the beat will end up controlling you. No. Yeah. No way, dude. If not, it's going to be off. It's going to be sonically like, ah, you're going 100 miles an hour and you got Al Green. I'm in and out of the beat. I'm like jazz. I'm all over. Yeah, but I, I mean, know. I keep time like jazz, Chris. Uh, sometimes people need their consistency, so you can't be like jazz. You know what I mean? You got to be like a steady thump like Billy Squire drums. <laughs> ACDC Big drumming. Beat. Boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, ba. That for an hour will do it. I don't know. I mean, I hear uh, typo was good for creepy kind of. 
getting down type all like for some creepiness. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I don't like music while I bone out. That's just me. You know, I make my own my, my own shit. But you don't have any I sing. artists. I just sing. Sing in her ear. Sing my. You own don't have song. no artist though. Uh, Specific. I mean, it just depends on the mood of the day, I guess. Hmm. Right, sorry, we can't help you, man. Yeah, just depends. What Shut mood the you're music in. off. Get to it. Be all about it. Be in the moment. Hundred percent. Nothing. All right, see what happens. Thank me later. All the lights on. Yeah, and a spotlight. No music. A headlamp. <laughs> Chris has a coal mining hat he could let you borrow. He got a lamp yeah, on. And know. a scuba gear. I got scuba gear and a Yo, would I I would I don't know why. I just, how's Chris get busy one time? Like I just well, I can't imagine it. Like <laughs> Cuz you I I just can't imagine like like Is it like strictly business or I don't know. As he's like coordinated with the time and like, okay, I it's three thirty-five. He probably has some sort of like weird like man lingerie he wears. I, no, I bet it's <laughs> coordinated <laughs> with like vitamins and like his medication. <laughs> like, oh no, I have to wait till thirty-three minutes until after I take my medication. Oh my! I was like, oh jeez, this guy knows how to ruin a party. All right, let's get to the next one. I think I'm a decent guy for sure, but for whatever reason, I cannot get a date. Seems like it's easier for casual fling than an actual date that might may ignite a relationship. What's the best way to avoid the flings and tell which girls may be about a relationship? Can you read the first sentence again? I think I'm a decent guy for sure, but for whatever reason, I cannot get a date. Yeah. What a nice guy, right? Like, what That's a, a nice, nice guy. I like this guy. I mean, yeah. just the, the fact that you're daughter, typing that in for help. If I had a daughter, I'd say, listen, huh. give this guy a chance. He I might think be you a came... I think he came to the right place, too. I got a feeling he might be very ugly. Yeah, it could be that, but uh-huh. that doesn't matter. Yeah, girls don't care about it. It doesn't that. matter. Yeah, girls don't care. Because girls are way more attracted to confidence mm-hmm. than they're attracted to anything. Yeah. Confidence is all a woman really is looking for. That's like the ultimate Danny DeVito sexiest yes, thing so. is a confident person. That's right. Confident person is going to put food on the table. Confident person is going to step in front of a car for you. Confident person's gonna gonna fight someone for you. That's right. So you need to be confident. And it sounds like you are lacking a little bit of confidence in mm. yourself, but you're trying. So that's a good thing. Trying and, is yeah. uh is confident. So you just need to try a little more confidently. Well but his question was though, what's the best way to avoid the flings and tell which girls may be about a relationship? Avoid the flings. But what's the best way? I understand what he's saying. I know what he's saying. I almost, you know, like. uh, Don't ever mm -hmm. be the first one to bring up sex, first Mm -hmm. of all. Never do that. Never be the one who, you know, like. But then what if they're like with their friends? I like this guy, but I think he's gay. Just don't be the first one to bring it up. And if she says that. And be confident. Because if you're confident and you are around this girl, she's going to know what you're about. She'll know. You know what? Yeah. Joe's right. Don't be a sucker. Take her out. Don't let her pay. All right? Never. Yeah, never let them pay. You say, I pay, you eat. And you say it just like that. I pay, you eat. They go into the person. Oh, what are you doing? Don't spit in my face. I pay, you eat. Put your pocketbook on the ground. Let's talk. That's all. You'll get a date number two. Another thing. Ask questions because mm-hmm. nothing that a girl 
likes better than talking about herself. That's so right. ask questions, personal questions. Their ask what they think is about things. To talk about themselves. Ask what she thinks about things. Yeah. Ask what she cares about. Ask her opinion on things mm-hmm. and listen, and bring it up later. And do this when you drive somewhere. Okay, you open the door for her. Okay, <laughs> you put her in the car. You make sure your door on your side's locked. And you see what she does. Okay, now when you're going around the back of the car to get in your side. You watch her. If she's not unlocking your door so you could get... Nah, we know that movie. That's the Bronx Tale. All right, good luck. You sound like a real geek, but good luck to you. You need more confidence. If you're funny looking, don't sweat it. Just don't smell. Don't be smelly. Don't be smelly. If you're funny looking, compensate by being a hard ass or being funny. Okay? Funny is... uh, I think funny trumps everything. Yeah, but then a funny guy around a hard ass, he looks like a chump. Yeah, you're be right. a little yeah, both. Be a, be a funny guy that will also smack somebody randomly. Be like, funny, let's say you take and then out, out of nowhere, yeah. be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's that guy looking at? Yeah. Like, act hard. Yeah. And then be like, okay, no. Get her laughing. Mind. I thought he was then, looking over here. Okay, we're exactly. good. We're good. And then go back to being funny. Like a couple jokes and then smack the waiter out of nowhere. And say, oh, <laughs> I thought he was making a move on you. I'm call sorry. A wa- <laughs> call the waiter over. Yeah. <laughs> call the waiter over and be like. I wish I could you know, see Grab him guy. by the tie and pull him down. I wish we could see this guy, right? I know. See, there's so many Chris, geeks. did you write this letter? <laughs> uh, I think, Chris, I, this is a nice Chris letter. <laughs> all right, all right. There's you know, a lot I, of geeks who, who, who kill it with the ladies. You yeah. know what I mean? Because and right now, I mean, I, I almost think like a, a real highly masculine dude is out of style right now. Yeah. You know, they want these like. With a certain kind of girl. Yeah, they want like a fruity fairy guy with like, you know, a librarian look and a lot of single line tattoos and a whiskey beard and. You know, bent wrist and yeah, well, whatever. I don't know. Whatever you guys like. All right. With me, you're going to get a beating when you talk back. Some people like that. <laughs> Here's another one. My boyfriend and I are in an, uh, my boyfriend and I are in an open relationship. There are some people he put on a list that are off limits. But other than that, I am free to get frisky with other guys. The thing is, he wants me to tell him if I hook up and I don't want to know at all if he does. What's your opinion on polyamorous relationships? Chris, do you understand that at all? I, I, I understand. I mean, it's a hard sell because some people, you know, have to have control of their emotions. And uh, when you get jealous, it just eats you up. You go crazy. It's rough. It's, a, it's demanding. You know, it's, it's a lifestyle and a philosophy. Now, he says, well, she says, the thing is, he wants me to tell him if I do hook up. And I don't want to know at all if he does. Uh, well, I'm going to have to work that out. So she doesn't want to know because she's jealous? That would be my guess. I would think. And he wants to know because he's not jealous or because he's freaky? I think they're both jealous. And they're just reacting in certain different ways about it. He's jealous. He wants to know because he is jealous. And she doesn't want to tell him because she doesn't want to know about his shit. You know what I mean? I think she's clearly with jealous. That's why she doesn't know. Him, we don't know for sure. He might be, but it might be he's a freak. This is the thing. DN says, what's your opinion on polyamorous relationships? Now, Chris, what's that mean, that word polyamorous? Uh, you know, m- m- more It means many, many friends, but... 
that it, it, you know many it, loves it many loves mm-hmm. but it's like uh you're i guess these days it means that you can be in a you're not it's not just like swingers mm-hmm. who have sex recreationally it's like you're in relationships oh. with all the people that you're having sex with so there you this is my girlfriend this is also my girlfriend and this one over here maybe is also my girlfriend like you know what but I mean? it could just also be a fling uh it could be a fling. It probably starts out as a fling, but then they get feelings. She kind of just explained it. She said, I, I'm free to get frisky with whoever yeah, that I isn't think that, on that list. I think that that's not really what uh, polyamorous people, she sounds more like a swinger. Mm. I think polyamorous is, is actually being in relationships with people, multiple mm. people, and you're both okay with that. Now, that's the word polygamy from the Mormons, polygamy. But that's only guys are allowed to do that. In the, yeah. For the Mormons. Yeah. Which I, that's more, that's more logical, I think, that one. This is, uh, hmm. I don't think she'll survive that relationship. I don't think she'll survive. Not with the question she had. She doesn't want to know. Well, that's kind of like, it's kind of like accepting something you don't have to accept. That's what she's kind of gearing at. He, you know, in my case, I don't want to know if he does. Why not? Why don't you want to know? Does it because it bothers you? Because you don't want him to know. That's that's what it is. I think it bothers her. She I, doesn't want him to know about what she's doing. I don't think so. I, I don't. I didn't get it. I think it's it's. Let's read it again. It probably. My does boyfriend and I her. are in an open relationship. There are some people he put on a list that are off limits, but other than that, I am free to get frisky with other guys. The thing is. He wants me to tell him if I do hook up, and I don't want to know at all if he does. Hmm. I, she doesn't want to know because it bothers her. She doesn't want to know. So if it bothers you, why are you accepting it? It's kind of like uh, I am dating a guy, but he is a hitman, and I, uh, I don't want to even know about his job. Maybe you should get a guy with a different job. Maybe you should get a guy that isn't hooking up with other girls. If you don't want to hear about it, I'm thinking it bothers you. And I would imagine it would bother you. It would bother most humans. So I think that she's in a relationship she doesn't want to be in. My opinion on polyamorous relationships is that they're, it probably sounds good for a minute, but you can't. Unsustainable Fight human nature. It's yeah. unsustainable. You can't go against that jealousy. That that uh, I I don't know which one is more natural. The the need to bone many multiple people or the need to be monogamous. I don't know mm-hmm. because both are natural. They both feel right at times. Well, in our time. Okay, the need to bone many for a man is something in their genetic code in order for the species to survive, okay? That doesn't, it's not a factor nowadays, but it's still in our code. Uh, Jealousy, as infants, we are jealous right off the bat without being taught we want things for ourselves. What is one of the first words babies say? Mine. mine. Okay. So you're willing? You think the baby is mine only for his bottle? No, he's mine for that ass. You heard? <laughs> that baby's mine for that ass. That's natural. 
And plus, in a relationship, we said in, in an earlier question, what are we offering that is exclusive and unique and special to only these two people? If you're in a polyamorous relationship, there's literally nothing. Like, what? what is... What is sacred to them? Like, oh, we get we watch TV together. I don't watch TV with the mothers. I just have sex with them. Like, really? Like, I don't know. You know, I could watch TV at a bar with any stranger. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think uh, I think she's in a relationship she doesn't want to be in. Him, I don't know without questions. Either he's a freak who likes knowing she's doing this and that. Or he wants to know because he's jealous. But if he was jealous, why would he stand for it in the first place? Why would he want to be in that relationship? It's, it's not sustainable. Your relationship is is doomed to fail, in my opinion. It is. I just that's. I know. I'm just yeah. picturing like a, a relationship, a, a real life relationship. Ending Listen, over you want it, the experts to answer. That's what you get: the facts and the truth. God damn it! I think that it's a. Odd. I mean, it's it's like an experiment. Maybe it'll work. Who knows? Yeah, it, yeah. You know, I'm sure it works sometimes. Yeah, you, but, you definitely you could find the uh, the weird cases where that lifestyle works. But I think the few. best example would uh, of this, like the the best case scenario, would be that you you're in a relationship with someone. You're polyamorous. You're both doing your own things, and as the course of time goes by. All of the extra flings die off and you're with the person that you started with or you, you choose one person mm. and then, and that's how it ends is like, you know what? I, I don't really like that lifestyle anymore. I'm just going to be with this one person. Yeah. I think that's probably like a good, a good, a happy ending for polyamorous relationship would be that. If they could get to that. If you can get to that. Part. This is the problem. We're older guys. You only got a certain amount of bone sessions in you. Yeah, really? I don't know, man. I yeah. feel like it's, I, if it'll, I got eventually, unlimited. You eventually be done. You'll be done. Eventually. You know that. Eventually you'll be done. Incapable of it. So where are you going to put them? You know what I mean? If you want to put them all over the place, that's fine. If you want to put them in one spot, that's fine too. If you're in a relationship and you're doing, like you said, eventually it just narrows down. That's all that's happening. That's the only thing that's happening is you're running out of bone sessions. And then now you're together exclusively. You're done. It's, you know, now you got one a month left in you. Like if that, and then eventually one every four months and you're old. That's all that happened right there. <laughs> that's just hard to picture, you know. <laughs> Yo, go 60, 70. What do you think's going on with a, with a 70 year old regular dude? Not a celebrity that has doctors and people genetically mutating his wiener to come up and, you know, by the push of a button. But it's just like a regular dude. Like a Chris is almost done. What's he got? Come on, look at What do you got in you, Chris? Uh, nothing left. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm over. See? It's over. I'm over. Dry but, firing musket. I think that's what basically you're saying is eventually the guy's going to be like, not as horny as he used to be, and now he's stuck with the one broad, and that's fine with him. Yeah, well, you know. And I don't know if that's something special. But maybe. you know, Definitely it's possible that, that it ends up like that. It doesn't sound... I I, I wouldn't want to be in uh, that situation, man. That sounds like... Uh, I mean, it doesn't sound... I think uh, it's doomed to fulfilling. fail. I heard of people... It's probably cool that. for a little while. You know, it's probably I think cool it's cool bit. if you don't... Listen, I hate this. I don't want to make people feel bad. It, I think it's... Uh, 
I think if your guy wants you to be in a relationship, he just doesn't care that much about you. Like, I don't want to, this broad send us the question. I feel bad, but Listen, I think he not, doesn't really. That would be my issue with If it. he cared a lot, he would be like, nah, baby. Yo, you, what? No way. You with me. That's it. But if you're kind of like, yeah. yo, if it means I could get mine, yeah, go ahead. What? When, he, if there's a girl yeah. out there that would make him feel, there is a girl that will make him feel different. And he'll say, no, I'm not about that. Yeah. So what keeps all the what keeps monogamy together in the first place? Of course, guys would bone girls all day long. Mm-hmm. The only re not the only reason, but a, a major factor in the reason guys don't do it is because they don't want their girl to do it. You mm-hmm. want to know, like I, all right, if I do this, then that means she's gonna be able to do it, and I don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna not do it because I, you know, what I mean, yeah. for that reason. I think that it's it's important to it's it goes back to the other question almost of of uh, trust. You know what I mean? Like you have to to be tr- to have trust for someone to trust you. You have to be trustworthy. So if you want to if you want that, you have to be trustworthy. You have mm-hmm. to hold hold yourself to the same standard. Yeah. Yeah, I just think. Uh... That there is a guy out there that wouldn't want that from her. And uh, I think from her saying, I don't want to know what he does, she's just compromising mm. and putting herself in it. And I think he's found a girl who's like, oh, this is cool, cool. I mean, she's all right, and I could do this and then do whatever else She lets I want. me do this. Yeah, yeah, she lets me do that. And she lets me. Do we know people who say that? Yeah, absolutely. She actually lets me do that. And I, I, and you know what's the worst thing to hear from a, Not from a dude? What? And this is like the most common thing that guys say, and it's the it's so when I hear it, I just want to like, I just want to walk away from them. Uh oh! Did Chris ever say? They say, you know, she's she's a pain in the ass, but she puts up with my bullshit. Mm, yeah, I hear that so much. That same phrase, she puts up with my bullshit. Like me, I'm like, yo, this bitch is lucky to be with my ass, like. Bullshit. Puts up with your bullshit. Like, what are you doing? What's like, yeah, your we work? have a good time. Like that. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Kind what of kind of is that? shitty life is so that? She's a pain. pain she's in the a pain ass, in the ass, and, and you she give puts bullshit. up with her your bullshit. That's a compromise. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're both compromising. We both just suck to exist in a Let's relationship. Let's be together. We both that suck. Isn't that great? Yeah. Why compromise? There's somebody out there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you. You know, maybe you're real funny looking, but there's somebody for you. I think that broad in the question is compromising. And I don't think, she, you know, I think the dude is in a, in a thing and getting what he could get out of it and thinking it's great. And he's probably telling everybody and I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I think that's unsustainable. You could find the weird outliers that could make that situation last. A lot of them are sociopaths probably. But uh, let's see where those things exist, that sort of lifestyle, usually in cults. That's cults. where they exist a lot. Uh, usually in weird religions that are basically cults, but they were legitimized by the government. And uh, that's where they prosper, those those sort of ideas. And in real-world scenarios, they don't seem to work out very good. You'll find, like, a weird um, example of, like, a, like a, some sh- tribe that's, like, you know, been cut you can off find from all weird, society. Yeah, you you find, find little weird. odd things here and you there. You can find the Manson family. They but do I, shit like that. I that's, think when it comes to, like, our society, the way we live, as Americans or, or, you know, first world country, yeah, it's very difficult to, to have that kind of stuff transfer 
and and translate into this kind of society. That's very difficult. I think monogamy is something that drives civilization forward. Ha- having just boning anybody and acting like an animal drives population up. That'll make the population rise, but it won't drive civilization. It won't add structure. It won't add um, the kind of structure and foundation underneath the society that can then that can well, relate. A, uh, it, we need like a stability underneath. Let's us. bring it to you an know Amer- what I'm saying? American family. You know, in a, in an American family, if you are a child and you know your parents are polyamorous, mm-hmm. hmm. I don't know how the child would react to that. I don't know. Like he just comes and goes as he pleases this guy. My mom or my dad isn't the specialist or most unique. You know, I don't know. I don't know how it would affect, but you're right. In our society, the way we're set up and the way we have excelled, it seemed that that lifestyle, that's a big part of it. It's like the family union. Like it's like, what is the tribe? Yeah, we're all Americans, but what is the tribe? This house, the mother, the father, two sons, a daughter. Like, that's the tribe. And that's, we're in this together. Now, if you bring polyamory into that tribe, it's a little different of a situation. And not, in my mind, not as special. Weakens the tribe. Mm-hmm. I think we got a lot done. I think we answered a lot I of good questions. I hope that we really ruined a lot of relationships out there. Yeah, I mean, know. helped. I mean. Yeah, you got to let us know, like, if. If anything we said made sense and you and you use any of the the yeah. advice, let us know. If you dump a boyfriend and he's a big badass, don't tell don't him. Don't say that, that we were the to hear none of this shit from us. Thank you very much, people. We'll see you next time. Post America Podcast at gmail.com at Post America Podcast on Instagram. Best ways to get a hold of us. Come out to Keystone Jam on December twenty first at Reverb in Reading, Pennsylvania. Gorilla Biscuits, Shelter, Earth Crisis, One King Down, Jesus Peace, Jesus Peace, Strength for a Reason. Strength for a reason. So many, yeah. Oh my God, so one many. One step closer. Wilkes-Barre. Mill spec. Constant elevation. No option. Face wreck. Bushido code. Ripped away. Shackled. Combust. Reverb. That is. Unbelievable, man. So December 21st, it's a Saturday, right before Christmas. It's going to be such a great fucking time. There's going to be so many great people there. It's going to be one of those shows that you talk about for years. Oh, and Wisdom and Change is playing. Of course, Wisdom and Change is playing. So uh, come out to that. We'll see you. Everybody be safe out there. Take care of your loved ones. Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck you think you in? This is Post America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!